And on the phone with me is Dr. Sharan Klein, Superintendent Redmond Schools. Sharan, good morning, sir. Good morning, Frank. Thanks for having me on this morning. Thanks very much for joining us. I mean, you guys work all year long. We already, you know, school's out, but there you are. Here I am. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a all year kind of job, but it's it's great work to be able to do. So uh, you have a new school board swearing in ceremony coming up. Uh, what tomorrow night? Yeah, yeah. We had uh, four positions get run for this year. Uh, we've had, you know, people drop out and stuff. So we had four positions open, a couple two years and a couple four year positions. And um, and uh, mostly we had folks get reelected that were kind of incumbents. Uh, but Amanda Page is a new um, board member. She replaces Alice DeWitty that was appointed uh, to our board back in, I guess that was back in September, roughly. And Alice has just been great. She's done a great job as a board member. We really appreciated having her, but she really just wanted to do it for a temporary time period. Uh, she's off traveling around now, I think. Uh, but Amanda is coming to us. She's uh, We're excited to have her. She's a uh, um, see what I can say about Amanda. So she's uh, works in a kind of a pararescue, I think. I think she works for like ambulance services, life flight sort of sort of things. I don't know if it's life flight specifically, but something like that. Uh, she's a member of the Klamath tribe. Um, she brings a pretty wide, uh, diverse point of view to the to the board, and so we're we're happy to have that point of view. How would you describe the the makeup of your school board? Um, I'd say our school board's a pretty it's a pretty wide ranging group of people, right? I mean, you've got um, you've got Eric Lee, who's who's a, uh, a chemist, kind of a chemist engineer kind of folk. Folk Amanda, they said, works in in uh, emergency services. Uh, Liz Goodrich is a is a librarian at the Deschutes County Library. Um, we have uh, uh, Michael Summers, who is both a musician as part of Precious Bird, and also runs uh, the. Um, uh, summer's flooring, you know, that, that work too. And so he's got that going on. And then, um, who did I miss? Oh, and then you've got, and then you have Carrie uh, Lopez and Carrie, uh, her and her husband own a construction business. And so kind of got small business folks there too. So it's a, it's a pretty wide range group in terms of professions and, and political outlooks. I'd say they're, they're kind of all over the map. Um, you've got a couple of folks on that board that are, I would say kind of represent sort of the conservative movement in our country. We've got a couple on the board that represent, um, uh, I'd say represents more of a progressive point of view. So we're going to have we're going to have uh, interesting debates, I think, over the next couple years about all sorts of things. But I, you know, I honestly think that's a pretty healthy board. Uh, you know, you got uh, really a lot of members of the community. I think I think at least politically uh, represent members of the community, and I think that's that's a good thing to have, in my opinion. That's that's my that's my personal bias. I like to have I like to have good debate. I like to have multiple points of view on a board. So. Well, I can't uh, not ask you about what's going on in Crook County and their school board and, and all the uh, events over that way. We've been covering it pretty extensively here on the air. Uh, from your point of view, what do you see? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure I can comment on another community's um, board struggles. I think that um, there's a lot of there's a lot of strife among the professional educational professional community about what's going to happen. 
Um, it sounds like you've got folks coming in that are looking to shake things up. Uh, whether that's good or that's bad, that's uh, that's hard for me to say. I don't I don't know. Definitely will cause some. I think there'll definitely be some controversy. We have you know folks calling us about bringing their kids over to Redmond and you know and picking up a few teachers from that area too. So I don't know if that's overreaction from some folks or not. I will say Sarah Johnson though, um, who, who is just resigning as their superintendent, has been an excellent superintendent. She's really done a good job over at Crick County, at least to my point of view, on um, bringing place bringing it up into a, a more productive um, and and meaningful. Um, work for their kids. And, and you know, and, and their old superintendent, Dwayne Yucca, is a, a good friend of mine, actually a, a mentor of mine as well. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying anything bad about Dwayne. It's a, it's a, um, you know, it takes time to, to move a district forward. And I think they've done good work over there in the last, the last two superintendents. Sarah's actually this year's superintendent of the year in, in the state, you know, recognized by her peers as really doing good work. So I think, that that's that's one thing I feel like is a real tragedy from this is kind of that fallout. Um, but again, Crook County is its own community. Um, you know what they're doing over Prineville is, is reflects the community over there, and so I don't know that I have um, at this point any comments on it, neither good nor bad. Uh, I'm hoping that um, hoping that you know kids get educated well and are able to go off and and do what they do what they want in their lives and be successful at it. I think that's ultimately all of our goals. So. Very well. I appreciate that, Sharan. Let's move on to the state legislature. The session just ended this past weekend. What are some high points for you? Well, as you know, it got plugged up there for a while, and so we've got um, a bunch of bills have just kind of gone through. Uh, so a couple big things that have happened. Um, we've got a, the highest state school fund uh, ever was passed by the legislature. Uh, for our standpoint, that's very good. Um, we just settled all of our contracts, or well, actually, they're tentatively settled our contracts with uh, with both of our unions, both our certified classified unions. We've ended up using a lot of that funding um, to raise salaries. Um, and I know some folks don't like that, but really, our, our at least in Redmond, our salaries were pretty low for the whole state um, and even, and the region. And so it gave us, you know, a chance to so hopefully kind of catch up a little bit for our folks to make sure we have a strong, stable workforce that are there for kids. So we're excited about the we're excited about the the higher state school fund. Also, there's higher local property taxes coming in, so it gives us a, a bit of relief. We shouldn't have to cut too much going forward. Um, we are going to lose federal funds, though, that we received through the pandemic, and so those will be losses to us. And so I will have to do some trimming over the next couple of years uh, because of that. But still, it's 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 generally very good. Um, they just passed a new early literacy bill, which we're excited about. I, we don't actually know that much about it. We weren't, weren't given a lot of input into or anything. And I mean, we, the sort of professional community in the area. But the idea of... Um, really focusing on the science of reading, really focusing on improving student outcomes. You know, it's it's a pretty pretty clear correlation between students who learn how to read proficiency by the third grade and those that graduate high school on time. And so putting some deeper effort into that is going to be a good deal. Uh, as you know, we work on it constantly and all the time. So adding resources to it, I think, will be exciting. Um, 
what it looks like before school, because this is meant from kind of zero through through third grade, you know, age zero can, through third grade. So we don't know what that's going to look like. We don't know what, what that preschool work is going to look like, nor who's going to do it. Um, at this point, we tend to only work when we do do preschools, and it's for a limited amount of kids, um, only the year before kindergarten. So who's going to administer it, how it's going to get administered, we don't really have the details on yet that we won't know until some of the rules start getting written by the Department of Education. But we're excited to have those extra resources to really big to do that big literacy focus um, before third grade. So excited about that. Um, let's see, Senate Bill 819 passed, and this is going to be interesting. Yeah, what is um, Senate Bill 819? So Senate Bill 819 is about um, it's about students, special ed students, or students on what's called a Section 504 plan. That usually has to do with a medical condition. Um, students who uh, who have a individual education plan as part of special ed. We have some of those students working in uh, abbreviated days. So, for instance, a student who goes to our special program over at Step Up, which helps with emotional support, um, they end up getting less instructional minutes, mostly because of mostly because of uh, bus transportation, like moving kids back and forth and that. So, with this, if a parent says, "Sorry, I can't," you you've got to give my kid the same amount of instructional minutes of every other student. Um, then we have only five days to do that, and that means that maybe they can't be in that program, or maybe we have to modify the program. We also have some other students um, due to uh, behavioral issues or or other medical conditions. Um, for instance, we have group homes that come into town sometimes that deal with students that are, say, medically fragile or students have had, um, you know, a severe amount of behavior issues or something. Um, we might have those folks on a limited day right now because we can only staff so much or the student gets fatigued and can only have so much. But if that, if that group home or that parent says, sorry, you've got to serve them the full day, we then have to hire more people to serve them the full day. Uh, and, a, and a parent can change that mind anytime they want, and we only have five days to respond. So that's going to stress the system. Ultimately, probably the right thing for those kids, but uh, it becomes very expensive and it becomes very difficult to do. So that'll be some major adjustments we'll have to see with probably every school district in the state next year. So that'll go into effect this coming fall? Yeah. Yeah. starts, yeah, immediately, basically. Yeah. Okay. And the, uh, uh, the fact they you know, they gave you some money, but now here's how we want you to spend it is what it sounds like. <laughs> well, they gave us some money. They've they've added requirements, but that's how the that's how the legislature works. You know, a, a lot of folks don't realize that, you know, pretty much all the rules and all the laws for uh, the legis for, for schools are written at the legislative level or the federal level. School boards kind of are in the are in in the role of implementing those laws, but they don't make them, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so every time the legislature is in session, we can expect a whole host of changes to the educational system. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's sort of every two years we hold our breath and see what's going to happen. <laughs> All right, understandable. I appreciate that. Sharan Klein, Superintendent Redmond Schools. We've only got about 30 seconds left. you want to hit a high point? 
Uh, well, hey, we had a great training with the Redmond Police Department just the other day, and we practiced uh, an active shooter issue, and then we also practiced reunifying uh, folks uh, if kids are in a situation, bringing them in and reunifying with their parents. Uh, drills went well. Uh, we're excited to make our continued partnership with the Redmond PD, and we're always pleased to be able to, to get ready to help serve our kids however we can. So glad to keep working and doing everything we can for uh, for the Redmond School District. Appreciate you taking taking the time with us, Sharan, and uh, we know how hard you and your staff work. So thank you so much for taking some time with us today. Well, thanks for having me on, Frank. Dr. Sharan Klein, he's superintendent, Redmond Schools, here at FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.